Hi, my name is Darren Joseph, HGDataTax, and today I want to talk about an item in the news uh, here in Singapore. So in late August, mid to late August, there was uh, a series of arrests. I believe about 10 individuals have been arrested in connection with uh, money laundering. And but, but this is not unusual, but I think what has really grabbed the headlines is the amount of wealth they seem to possess or be in control of. So, I mean, high-priced real estate, uh, vast sums of cash and jewelry and luxury cars, uh, allegedly around a billion, well, Singapore dollars. So... Clearly, in a, in, a, in a jurisdiction as small as Singapore, this has been uh, the topic of conversation almost everywhere you go. And I guess since my, my, my circle would be comprised of people who work in financial services, then yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely a hot topic. Now, what I want to talk about is not necessarily the assets they had or whatever, but the fact that the news has pointed out that even though most of the most if not all of the ten individuals were originally from China or Cambodia, but many of them had second passports from CBI nations, so citizen by investment nations that offer citizenship by investment. Uh, like Vanuatu, St. Kitts and Dominica. I think those are the three jurisdictions uh, that issued the, uh, that issued citizenship to some of these in, individuals. Now, none of the news reports indicated that there's anything wrong with that because obviously there isn't. These are legitimate programs. Uh, citizenship, citizenship by investment in itself is completely legit. There's nothing wrong with it. But a few of the news items that I did look at did make the point that, hey, these jurisdictions offer this citizenship without any residency requirements. So I thought, hmm, that, that's, you know, an interesting way to phrase it or to communicate it. And I guess for people who may be unfamiliar with these programs, it does cast, you know, like an air of suspicion on, on, on citizenship by investment. Anyway, so but my thinking is that, hey, these programs are already under, let's say, scrutiny. And a situation like this is just, just unhelpful. It's just unhelpful. So before this incident, now I'm, I'm just talking about banking now. So before this incident, I've heard of account holders. So people who have accounts in top tier jurisdictions like Singapore here, who have Caribbean passports being told by their banks that you know they you know their accounts are no longer welcome and they got letters that said basically they had to come and you know move their account to another bank some have done so but then some have pushed back and said okay i understand where your concerns arise but they were able to provide documentation to show that their citizenship wasn't acquired by investment their citizenship they were born they were naturalized into those jurisdictions and they provided substantiating documents but on the whole i think banks have been exercising enhanced due diligence when it comes to people who possess citizenship from jurisdictions that offer citizenship by investment not all banks of course i'm not making any blanket statements i'm not going to paint with such a broad brush but there are banks that are exercising enhanced due diligence which uh, I guess in the face of 
situations like this uh, high-profile incident in Singapore kind of makes sense so I mean don't get me wrong I'm a huge advocate of having a plan B and part of having a plan B definitely includes securing second passport second residencies and, and so on but it seems that if it is that you want to function in a top shelf jurisdiction like Singapore or certain parts of Europe uh, it would perhaps make sense to ensure a match between your plan B citizenship and residency and the banks banking on I mean without considering this banking has become international banking has become or even local banking has become more difficult now than it has ever been in history banking is it's hard you know the the banks and and nobody's faulting the banks the banks are doing their job you know they, they're trying to protect their reputations and they're trying to comply with an increasingly complex web of AML, anti-money laundering, and KYC, junior customer rules. So they're trying to keep up. They're trying to keep their head above water when it comes to compliance. So nobody's faulting them for being extra picky and for being extra careful. But on top of that, having certain citizenships and residencies in a top-shelf jurisdiction, if it is that you want to have a plan B, make sure that it is a citizenship or residency that matches the given jurisdiction. So if you're in a top shelf jurisdiction and you want a bank, chances are you'll have an easier time if you come and you approach the bank with uh, a top shelf citizenship that matches. And there are certain jurisdictions that are more respected than others. That has always been the case and that will be increasingly more important going forward. My name is Darren Joseph from HEJ.TAC. So if you're a six, seven, or eight-figure investor, entrepreneur, or business owner who needs a tailor-made solution from a qualified team of professionals, we can help you achieve the international lifestyle, the freedom, and even the tax savings you're looking for. Visit us at htj.tax and live that international life.